Words matter. They can change the course of your day. Just listen. You are brave. You are stronger than you think. You have value, worth, and dignity. Don't you feel better already? Welcome to Speak Healing Words, the podcast. Join author and board-certified life coach Janelle Reardon as she opens a very important conversation about the power of our words. Hello and welcome to Speak Healing Words, the podcast. I'm Janelle and it has been such a delight to be here with you during this pretty crazy time in this COVID-19 pandemic where we have had our worlds turned upside down. Just got off the phone with my younger daughter and she's having to work from home. Her husband's working from home. And, you know, she was just like, I'm finally settling in. I feel better inside. I'm like, great. She's like, this is the strangest situation because it affects everybody all over the world. And we're all being called to do the same thing. You know, it hasn't just hit one area and one area of the world is suffering. We are all in this together. And it is an opportunity. A beautiful, painful, (laughs) scary, yes, time. But it is in those times, as Mr. Rogers' mother told him all the time, look, for the helpers, look for the helpers. And there are so many helpers. And we in the stronger everyday community want to be helpers. We want to be radiant in our sphere of influence. So we are going to go ahead today. I was gonna take another detour and go into some things that rob our rest, things that really get to us, but I'm going to save all that for next week and also go into handling conflict within the home and family. And I'm going to do that next week because today I really wanted to finish, put a big old bow on the third secret to living and being remarkable. And that secret is radiance. This week we've talked about rest Anapayeo, which means to recover and collect strength. We have talked about resilience and how spiritual resilience is that capacity to bounce back from difficult situations with a deeper knowledge of self and God. And then we combine those two practices and those principles, rest and resilience, and we formed a new practice, Restilience. And Restilience is moving through the world, moving through our lives from a place of deep, collected strength in order to be able to bounce back quickly from difficult circumstances. So resilience is moving through life from a place of deep collected strength with a capacity to bounce back with a deeper knowledge of self and God. And then we come to our third practice, our third secret, and that is radiance. And you might be saying right now, Chanel, what on earth are you going to talk about radiance for right now when 
my world is upside down and I'm crazy and my kids are driving me nuts. And why are you doing this? Because I have a good reason. Hang in there. Because a big part of my job, my calling, my profession is to call back. To call back to you. I'm a little farther along on the mountain and through the valley than many of you, not all of you. Some of you are farther along than I am, and I want to hear from you. And that's why I want you in our community, so we can have multi-generational conversations about how to do this thing called life. So I want to call back. I want to call back, and I want to move you forward. That's what I do. I think I just coined my mission. I want to call back in order for you to move forward with tremendous remarkability in your life. Remarking again and again and again, tremendous remarkable emotional health, which will lead to spiritual health, mental health, and physical health. So when we move through life from the sacred place, this is what I call the sacred place of resilient rest, it can't help but shine in and through our radiant presence into our spheres of influence. And I want you to note that I said radiant presence, not perfect presence. And we'll come back to that because radiance, there's a, there's a huge, a huge difference between being radiant and being perfect, and we'll come back to that. But I wanna share that something, something unique happened to me in the fifth grade. After twirling my way through my first talent show at Norfolk Highlands Elementary School, I was hooked. The stage, the applause, the affirmation from my peers, the attention, oh my goodness, and the sheer joy of performing before a live audience settled deep within my hungry little soul. Now, knowing I came from the home of an alcoholic father, I definitely had a big gaping hole that um, didn't have secure attachment, so I was looking at any way I could to feel good about myself. Finally, my peers recognized me, or at least my uncanny ability to spin a shiny 22-inch chrome-plated star-lined starlet baton. Finally, I felt good about me. From that moment on, life became all about performing. More training, more competitions, more shows, more. Oh, and as I read this, my word for this year is more. And so this just adds to that because I really want more peace, more joy, more health, more deep lovely, joyful conversations with my children and my loved ones. And But at that time in my life, it was I want more, more, more applause, more affirmation. It felt so good inside of my little soul that was starving for approval. And then somewhere between double spins and front walkovers, the ever so subtle urge to be a star made its way into the very fabric of my life. It wasn't until years later, and I mean years, that was fifth grade, I wanna say, eh, I was going into the Miss Virginia, Miss America pageant. 
So that was 23 years old. So long time. It wasn't until that point at 23 when I was getting ready to go to compete in the Miss Virginia pageant, which would have led me to be Miss America, which is what I wanted to be. I really misunderstood what I thought it meant to be a star. But after a church service, I was um, raised Catholic, as you know, and then became a pretty radical Christian in college. And after a church service, my pastor shared a verse from the Old Testament. It's in the book of Daniel, which we read from on Monday, Daniel 12, 3. Now I'm 23 years old. I'm pretty new to the word of God, of, of reading it myself and diving into it and digging into it and hearing, you know, sermons that are vibrant and that kind of thing. So I look it up and it says, well, first he looks at me and he goes, this verse is for you. He smiled. He said, I believe it might say something to you. Well, boy, did it ever. It's taken, though, almost from 23, I would say I wrote this Be Remarkable study in 2005. It was just starting to click in my brain what he actually was saying to me. And once it did unfold and illuminated before me and... <laughs> spoke to me. It was worth the wait and it was an incredible, you know, I like to use that thought prophetic footing, a footing. It was something I stood on to ground myself and lead me on the right paths in my life. So I hope it becomes as meaningful to you. Many of you who know me, or you may have taken the e-course back in the day or um, many of you may know how important this scripture is to me, but I do hope that it becomes as important to you because I do believe that we were born to be stars, according to Daniel 12, 3. So Daniel 12, 3 says to us, those who... Oh, let me let me open the word. I want to read it right from the Bible. So let me just get that. If you have yours, you can open up to Daniel 12, 3. It's in the Old Testament. It's after the Psalms, Ecclesiastes, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and then we have Daniel. Okay. So Daniel 12, 3. I love Daniel. He's a hero of mine. And Daniel 12, 3, I'm going to read from one. It, it's about the time of the end. And I've heard so many people say, man, are we in the end times with this COVID virus? And it writes, at that time, Michael, the archangel who stands guard over your nation will arise. Then there will be a time of anguish greater than any since nations first came into existence. But at that time, every one of your people whose name is written in the book will be rescued. And he's referring to the book of life that is talked about in Revelation. That all, all of us who have, have made Jesus our Lord in our life and we follow his ways and his teachings to the very best of our capacity on a day-to-day -day basis, those of us who have committed to follow him, to follow the Christ way, our names will be written in this book of life and it will be stored in heaven. 
Verse 2 says, Many of those whose bodies lie dead and buried will rise up, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting disgrace. Those, here's verse 3, and here's what we're going to talk about today. Those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky. Those who are wise. It does not say those who are the most talented, the smartest, the prettiest, the fastest, the best. It says those who are wise. Hmm. Will shine as bright as the sky and those who lead many on the right path will shine like the stars forever. I'm going to read it one more time. Daniel 12, 3. Those who are wise will shine like the light, will shine as bright as the sky. And those who lead many on the path, on the right path, will shine like the stars forever. So my dear pastor, I'm a young buck getting ready to go off and trying desperately to be a star. I wanted so desperately to be Miss America. I think I had a right motive probably because I did want to have an I did want to have an 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 effect and I wanted to have a sphere, a bigger sphere of influence. I have always had that innate sense that uh, I want I had a message to share and I wanted to share it. Little did I know, you know, what that verse that he gave me before I left on that journey, what it actually meant. And he was actually saying to me, Janelle, those who are wise, you are wise. You are going to shine like the brightest star in the sky because you're going to lead many on the right path as you go through life's journey. He died shortly after that from a brain tumor. And so... Um, boy, do I wish I could sit with him today and, and just say, wow, you really gave me a footing on which to lead my life. And I have, since that point, absolutely stood on that scripture. So as we move through our lives from a place of resilient rest, you know, our heart is at rest with God, self, and others, and our soul, our mind, will, intellect, and emotions are strengthened by experience and by engaging healthy relationships with others, we then will embody Daniel 12, 3, and we will become a radiant presence in the lives of everyone in our spheres of influence. Wow, so crazy. So good. So as we go through today, I want you to take pause, as I've asked you, and consider your spheres of influence. They have significantly shrunk, haven't they? Because most of us have, you know, we have spheres of influence in our children's schools, their athletic events, their um, artistic events, musical. We have many spheres and all of a sudden our spheres are, are as small as the inside of our home. So I would say most of our spheres are 
are, is our current family who's living in our home with us. We may go out for a walk. I had a friend stop by today. We talked from our six foot distance. Um, but my influence has, is my husband and I at this current point and then my three children and their mates. And, and that's all being done on the phone. And so face-to-face, our influence for this time, for this season, for how, however long this season lasts, We've been placed and forced to come home. Yeah, I keep saying that, I do. So next week we will get to the home piece. We're being forced, it's an enforced rest. We didn't ask for it, it's being placed upon us that it's wisest if we all shelter in place for at least the next 15 days and we're on day seven of that and then that may be extended. But for right now, day seven, we're sheltering in place, we're self-quarantined, we're self-isolating, we're self-observing, we are in a free fall and we're trying to get acclimated and aligned and find a new normal. But consider this sphere, then I'm gonna make this very specific today, I'm changing it kind of off the cuff because that's how we roll here. I want you to consider your family, who, and if you're single, this is still speaking to you, who is currently in your sphere of influence that you are, con- actually touching via Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, or inside of your home. And some of you are still at work for sure. So how and where and what and who is in your sphere of influence? And I have a chart in this study guide and that's available on JanelleRairden.com slash resources and you can download it. It's very, it's like, I don't know, it's really cheap. And so that chart is there and you can really think about this and work through it. Um, And when you think of your spheres of influence, just keep these thoughts in mind. What might need some attention? Does my marriage need some attention? Does my relationship with my teenage son, who I basically never saw before this self-quarantine situation because we, we were just all so, so, so busy, And ask yourself, what would becoming a radiant presence in the lives of others actually look like or play out like in your life right now? When you hear me say becoming a radiant presence, does that in your mind equal, I have to be perfect? Does perfectionism rise up in your mind? And you're like, girl, I am the farthest thing from radiant right now. (laughs) I am dull. And you might be, but I'm here to call back in order to help you move forward on your path of growth. Yesterday, I had my very own coaching session with a mentor that I respect so, so, so much. And she challenged me and she called back to me and encouraged me to move forward in a, in a very peculiar way. And so I'm, I'm going to share that with you today because I think it might be right where you're living. Sometimes our personal path of growth, our growth path is going to ask us to do things that are very contrary to our nature. Very contrary. So if you know anything about the Enneagram, I was trying to also with my mentor clarify my Enneagram number 
and I am indeed a two, a social subtype two, which means I really lead and love being in the public eye and love people, etc. But it also means a lot of other things. But the one thing that I have to practice, an Enneagram 2 or my nature, I am the helper. I get lost and I don't identify my own needs. I, a lot of times I am enmeshed with people and I don't have boundaries. I say yes, I'm a people pleaser. I don't know how to say no. I try to um, help everyone else and forget myself. So she's like, you know, you're going to have to do some things that are very contrary to your nature, even today, as, as we were talking yesterday. And for me, that would be to be selfish and in, the good, in a good way. And boy, I write a lot about that. I do have a resource on the page, also me, myself, and I, learning how to take care of the three most important people in my life. I did a long study on that because I was on that path growth. I don't know. That feels very selfish to be me, myself, and I. Um, but it actually is the most important thing is to first put on the oxygen mask yourself and take care of yourself, okay? So sometimes we're going to be asked to do things that are contrary to our nature, and we kick against them when we actually should just really submit to them. So this whole sheltering in place thing, I'm sure you're kicking against it because you... And, and you are not alone. Our culture, go, 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 right? That's what we've said all week. Move, 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 do, do, do. We do not know how to be human beings. Our communities of faith rarely encourage us to be still, silent, or practice solitude, contemplative prayer, any of the disciplines that require us to be quiet. Au contraire. <laughs> Not judging, just saying that's what we live in. We live in a very loud, very noisy, very busy, very, very hyper-connected in all the false intimacy ways. So this slowing down is... I have a feeling, though, that our loving Father in heaven something to do with this because he really does want us to slow down take some time to evaluate our lives look into our souls look into the mirror look at our family look at our relationships and as I said yesterday ask how the heck am I doing you may or may not like the answer either way embracing this hopefully short season of sheltering in place, hopefully this will be a huge movement of growth in you and your family. That's my prayer. And I'm here to help that happen for you. Please send me any questions you have. I will answer them to the best of my ability. So when we think of this third secret, radiance, do you recognize the tension that exists in this third secret? How do we nurture? How do we nurture this in our lives and, and move forward into it? Well, radiance in its 
definition really means to release energy. It means to release light. And when I looked at the words within the words and studying radiance, and then I came to see that the word influence was part of the definition of radiance. So I wanna focus more for the sake of time on the word influence. Listen here, it comes from the Latin root influentia. What does that sound like? Influentia. Doesn't it sound like influenza? And we know that influenza is a very contagious virus. Well, we are in with a novel coronavirus that is, they say, so much more contagious than influenza. So keep that in your mind as we talk about influence. So influence means stellar emanation. Oh my goodness, emanation's a huge word, but the synonym for emanate Yes, you guessed it, it's radiate. Oh my heavens, so we could say that influence is stellar radiation, stellar radiation. We're radiating and emanating so much light and love into the world. So influence defined means the capacity, there's that word, capacity, the maximum amount of something you can hold. So. Influence is the maximum amount of what we can hold to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Influence is the capacity, the maximum amount that you can hold. Wow, it's so windy outside the maximum amount of what you can hold to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. Please lean in here. Please listen to me. I'm Mama Bear and you once again. Moms, dads, this is it. This is a Kairos crisis. Kairos meaning a God infused and inspired opportune time. God is inviting you and he's inviting your mate to look at the power that you hold in your hands to influence, to shape, to develop these little people that have been placed in your care. So I am going to move into more family system talking here. And maybe you don't have children, but you do have siblings, or you do have um, parents, you have people in your life. You, my friend, have been called in the vein of Daniel 12, 3, to shine like a star in your sphere of influence, to emanate the wise, way of living this life and you and I choose to live it following the teachings of Jesus. So let me go through a few facts about stars and what makes a star shine because the relevance is out of this world. That was a pun. How fun was that? Stars are a powerhouse of energy. 
with gigantic cores of fusion reaction that causes energy to be released and sent out into the universe as light. What? All of these facts I found on universe.com by a great um, scientist, last name Kane, C-A-I-N. So the starting point is stars don't start as stars. So just, we, they don't start as a star. Listen to how they are developed and formed in the universe. Psalm 34, 5 says, they looked to him and were radiant. This is beautiful about looking to God. And when they looked to God, when the disciples looked up, when they looked, they were radiant. Their faces, like when Moses went on the mountain and was on the top of the mountain, he came down and his face was so radiant that people couldn't even look at him. So a few natural facts about stars from my incredibly novice research. So just listen between the lines here of these natural facts, because you know how I love to learn from nature, for the incredible spiritual truths that relate to our scripture, Daniel 12, 3. Stars are actually little suns, S-U-N-S, in the same way the sun is a star. They're balls of glowing plasma. (laughs) Each time we see the light of a star... Oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to try to behave here because I get so excited. Each time we see the light of a star, we are seeing a star's past. What? They release stored energy that has made its way to the surface. Well, if that doesn't speak to the Heartlift method that we utilize here and in my practice where we take our past, we bring it into the present, we make sense of it. And now I'm going to say we turn it into powerful energy to emit and radiate light that we've learned from those dark places into the darkness of the world. And there we shine like a star. Oh my gosh, it's so good. The gravity of a star is very intense. They are held together by their own gravity. Stars are continuously crashing themselves inward. And the gravitational friction causes the interior to heat up. The number and brightness of a star depends on geography. Crowded city, star power. Open sky, excuse me, crowded city, less star power. Open sky, greater star power. Stars come in all sizes. Some are incredibly large. Some are so tiny. Some have shorter lifespans and others exist for long, long, long periods of time. In in the simplest of terms, here's the takeaway. A star shines or releases energy or emits light when its light travels at a specific speed and then suddenly it is blocked or hits something, we are actually seeing the moment each little sun releases their energy that had been waiting and fighting to get outside of itself. So a star becomes a star when it's the little sun and all that energy from the past is stored up inside and then something blocks their way or hits them and they release it, and they become a star. Did you hear that? They release the energy that has been waiting and fighting to get outside of itself. Oh, that is powerful. 
Oh my gosh, just can't even handle it. So we want to become a radiant presence. We have been hit. Yes, we have. We have been blocked by this pandemic. Friends, listen here. This is our opportunity to transform into a star, a powerhouse of energy, glow, glowing plasma that has been storing up in our lives for years and years. Even the terrible parts of our past that we're making meaning of now, we're making meaning and making sense of it so that we can move forward and we can shine like the stars in the universe. We can lead others in the right and on in the right way on the right path. Wow. Man. Wow. Sorry. That's so so good. Well, I see we have gone pretty pretty long, so I don't want to I don't really want to keep you much longer. But I do want to leave you with a few beautiful beautiful words of encouragement and I'm going to leave you with something called the flashlight principle and you can do it with your family. So here's a little Devo devotional that you can do. Uh, if you want this study, it's on my resource page. Just download it and you can actually see how to do uh, this exercise. There's visuals and that kind of thing and have the scriptures. So it's all yours. So this is heart work. God's word gives us a great deal of understanding when it comes to shining like stars in our sphere of influence. As you move through this rest of this COVID-19 virus, let's keep this in our minds. So here's 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. Whenever though they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil and there they are face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is a personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We're free of it. This is the Message Bible. All of us, nothing between us and God. Our faces shining with the brightness of his face. And so we are transfigured, much like the Messiah. Our lives gradually become brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. This is our moment, our Kairos moment, our God-infused time. To accept and surrender to this most difficult challenge that has, we've run into it, it's blocked our way, but allow it, please allow it to transform you and your little sphere of influence that you are in charge of right now. It's the smallest it's been in forever, I'm sure. It's your family. Shine for them, show them the way, the healthy way. Show your children the right path. How to navigate in this life school, the toughest of tough times. How are you leading and guiding them? 
Oh, I'm not bringing condemnation to you or shame or guilt. I am saying you got it. You have got a storehouse of energy inside of you. I know you do. You just have to draw upon it. Proverbs 4.18, the ways of right living people glow with light the longer they live. And the longer they live, the brighter they shine. But the road of a wrongdoer gets darker and darker. Travelers can't see a thing. They fall flat on their faces. I don't want to be that. I don't want to fall flat on my face in front of my children or those who I'm guiding. I want to lead them well. I want to carry the torch. I want them to see me be human, to see me have frustration and anger and crazy um, confusion. But I want them to hear and see me handling it well talking it through with them like we talked about yesterday what are you feeling right now and where are you feeling that in your body and what do you call that emotion and what is the negative thought that's coming into your mind and i promise we'll talk more about that next week and then matthew 13 43 i'll close with that then the righteous those who seek the will of god will shine forth radiating the new life like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let them hear and heed my words. Please have ears to hear today and eyes to see that you, my friend, are. You are a wise woman, a wise man who is being called at this moment to rise up to this, to take the torch and lead your family well. So here's what you can do for fun. I love this exercise and I the most exciting time when I did this exercise, I was on uh, the, uh, the in, oh my goodness. I was in Kerala, North Carolina with a group of seniors uh, on a retreat, group of senior girls on a retreat and we took our flashlights and we went out to the beach at probably 11 p.m. It was, it was dark as could be and the sky had so much star power. But so you get a flashlight, okay? And turn make got to do it at night. Got to turn out turn off all the lights because when do stars shine? They shine when it's dark. So you're gonna cut off all the lights. No lights allowed. Nothing. You stand in a circle with your family. Make sure it's pitch black. And one of you has a, a flashlight. It can be any size. Doesn't matter. And this will demonstrate to you that as we grow, as we harness our powerhouse of energy and we grow our influence will grow one circle of light at a time so what you do is you take the flashlight into the dark room or you could go outside at night that could be pretty darn cool right now right hold it directly in front of you and shine it onto the grass or the ground or the floor or the sand wherever you are there there and hold it way down to the ground so there's only a little tiny sphere of light i've also done this on a ceiling and gotten on a chair and held it up so there's the first little sphere of light is really small but then as you move the flashlight away from the ground or away down from the ceiling the the sphere of light will get bigger and bigger and bigger so on that beach that night, it's we all huddled together in a circle. Of course, I guess you want to be social distancing right now, but mm. so that little sphere, if, if you're doing it on the ground and you just pull it straight up, 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 
it will, the light will encompass everyone in that sphere. It's so cool and so powerful. So there you have tonight's devotional that you can do with your family, your sphere of influence that's inside of your home, and you can share with them that right now it is a time to shine like a star in the universe and that God says that those who shine like a star are wise. And we're going to be wise right now and we're going to shelter in place and we are going to practice social distancing and we're going to wash our hands 55 times a day and we're going to be very wise with how we are using our time inside of this sheltering in place. We're going to build up our family and not tear it down by yelling, screaming, calling each other names, having tantrums on the floor. We're going to draw together and learn how to love one another well. Yeah. I hope this has been a blessing to you this week. It has been a blessing to me. I think the teacher gets more benefit. You, my friend, are a star. You are a shining star. And I want you to grow in wisdom and grow in peace. This will produce peace. Wisdom, the affect of wisdom in your life is peace. And if we embrace this challenge that we have been thrust into, our little son of a life will burst and become a star. And we will shine in the darkness. So until next time. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and conversation, please join the Speak Healing Words community at JanelleReardon.com.